Hey, True Crew, this is Vic, and I'm here to proudly announce that we are affiliates of The Subtle Nerd. The Subtle Nerd is a place where you can get all your modern, nerding, gaming, geek, lifestyle-type shirts. They've got hoodies. They've got tank tops. They've got stuff from men and women. They've even got posters and mugs for all your nerd gaming needs. And the best part about all this is that you, our loyal listeners and followers, all get to benefit from this joint venture, which means you get 10% off if you use the code CHEWPOD, C-H-E-W-P-O-D, all cap letters, you'll get 10% off your entire purchase. So what are you waiting for? All you have to do is just click the link in the ad description below, or you can just head on over to thesubtlenerd.com. We'll also have all the information you need posted and pinned on all of our social media websites. And again, head on over to The Subtle Nerd, and don't forget to use the coupon code CHEWPOD so you get 10% off. Welcome to episode 378 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. All right, well, we're here to close out, uh, I would say, one of the better comic book trilogies um, mm. that's probably ever been made. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. And I saw this a couple of days ago. You just saw it today, so it's really fresh in your mind. Yeah, but I just came back. Before we get, before we get going, you know we got to do the boring shit, so... Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes rating is 81% with 285 reviews, uh, which is pretty standard of the amount of reviews. 81, it is the weakest of the three movies. The second one was at 85, and the first one was at 92%, one of the higher rated comic book mm. movies of all time. Nice. Um, and as far as box office goes, it's, it's, it's gonna make a, it's gonna make a decent amount. Um, it's, it's on track, I think, to pull in over a hundred something million for, for the U.S. box office. And I think worldwide, it's going to be around 250. So not massive, not disappointing at all, but, but still pretty good. Um, I, I figured it might have been a little bit higher, but maybe there is something to that, you know, comic book fatigue type thing. Um, but let's just go to uh, initial reactions. What did you think about it? Since you're I, fresh in your I, mind? I really liked it. I, I just I thought it was awesome, and there was a lot of emotion. Um, there was a lot of I mean, they did a lot of bait and switch because you thought people were going to die. Um, I'll, I'll get in my nitpicks later, but I, I I really did like this movie a lot. I liked it better. This is probably their best entry, I think, so far in Phase Four or Five or whatever the fuck we are. Uh, <laughs> You know, because uh, so far all the other stuff has just been meh to me. Right. But James Gunn is just such a good, really a good writer and and funny. And uh, but I I really enjoyed it. Okay, so my initial reaction, like right away, my knee jerk reaction was, this seems like an episode of uh of a Disney Plus show. And <laughs> and here's and here's why, because essentially the entire show. Okay, so obviously major spoilers. The entire movie is based on this one thing 
that they have to figure out, which is to try to save Rocket. Rocket's hit from something, and it it just felt episodic to me. It didn't feel like a movie. I don't know why. I could be mm. completely wrong, and this like this is going to be my Guardians therapy session because I'm not sure why I felt the way that I did. I don't have any major qualms about the movie. I don't have anything really negative too much to say about the movie. But for some reason, this movie felt pretty episodic to me. Mm. Does that make any sense? Like it, it just uh, didn't no, feel like I, on a I, grand scale of a movie, right? I like could a, see a, that. Like a but... movie, like what like what a movie is supposed to be. Like that's one of the that's one of the uh critiques of the 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 MCU is because everything feels connected it does some some of the movies don't feel like a like a movie they feel like a disney plus show right like just because it feels episodic well, well th- this movie has nothing to do with the mcu timeline like their no, the no. main story at all it's no. its own thing so no. that's probably why it felt that way the problem that i had with it is once again they had a villain that sucked he, they they defeated him easily right so and um and i that felt problem, that actually i didn't have a problem with yeah, I I don't know. I that kind of bugged me, but um and here's why that didn't that didn't feel like a problem to me because this is where you had to have watched the first two movies in order to accept how they defeated the villain. And because because you had gone through them with two movies of them learning how to fight with each other uh yeah, as a team, as a family, like, you know, not to bring up the Fast and Furious shit, but like this is a real family, right? Like mm-hmm. and, and that's a huge theme for this third movie. But I you know, I, I think I would have agreed with you about the boss battle had it not been the two previous movies of them learning how to fight with each other, understanding what each person's strengths and weaknesses well, are. Yeah. I mean the reason why I say that is because I just got done I <laughs> A couple days ago, I watched, I watched Return of the Jedi in theaters, and I hadn't done that. It's been 26 years, you know, uh, since the special editions came out on the theater. But I saw that movie, and I had watched New Hope and Empire a couple days prior to that, so I was really getting excited. And I went into it. I was so excited. I had a, such a great time, with the exception of the stupid ad, add-on shit that they did. But there's one thing I remember about that movie. I remember being a kid watching that movie. It just kind of came just just came all up into my guts was the fact that they kept mentioning this emperor for like two movies and you know wiping out the senate and doing this and that and he's vader's master and when you finally meet him you're fucking frightened you're like jesus this guy's like scary right and i felt like in this third movie we should have had an emperor type feeling where it was like oh fuck we're finally gonna meet you know, uh, rockets maker, like, Oh shit. You know, this guy's right, a right. badass. And, and so I, he was just another snively, like, Oh, I, you know, I'm trying to rule the world or create my own world type thing. And he was another ego, like another, like hmm. whatever. I mean, I thought ego was scarier than this guy, but still, so that, but again, that's really nitpicking. I really liked rockets backstory. It made, that was the one thing I think that made me like, well, kind of like right. get sad and all that stuff, you know. I, I was right, right, know, right, tearing up and shit. Well, here's the thing about that is like you talk about like you talk about ego, right? Like mm-hmm. that was a fucking planet, yeah, right. So if they can defeat an entire planet, they can do pretty well with just some dude with some tech, right? Like yeah. 
the scale, if you, if you take a step back and think that in the second movie, they fought a fucking planet and won. Yeah. Some dude with some higher advanced tech, when they're highly motivated, when this dude tried to fucking capture one of their own, you know, one of their family members, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't have that same critique about the villain. I understand why, like, it, it seems like they defeated him pretty easily, but I don't know. It, like, I, I'm, I'm kind of torn with the movie. Like, I, I definitely like the movie. There's nothing really wrong about it. I, for, I just, I, I, I would love for somebody to explain why I felt like this was episodic, where it was be, just like... Because it is. It is an episode of Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a two and a half hour episode because, again, it has nothing to do with their, with the phase four. It has nothing to do with anything else. No multiverse shit. Nothing to do with anything else. They don't even mention the blip. They don't mention anything. They just, you just start the movie and they're just kind of like, I think it kind of goes from the, the holiday special a little bit because they're all yeah, nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're, you know, I don't know. They're opening up a bar or some shit. I don't know. Um, well, it's their home base now, which I think when I watched yeah. the Christmas special, I didn't know that there was their home base. For me. Oh, okay. Just well, that, that makes sense. So like they just started the movie. And so to me, it, there is a disconnect because like once Endgame ended, like that was to me, it was just MCU was just done. It was done. Like that huge storyline was over. And then this phase, this new chapter has been so all over the place that when something, I thought Guardians was, this movie's very strong, but it we've is. watched a bunch of bullshit before it. Well, and now, so, so to speak, you know, in, order, in order to speak to that, I know you don't read too many comic books these days, but no, no, every time, much. every time, every time, DC or Marvel resets the timeline or has like a big uh thing like House of M or you know Infinity the Infinity Gauntlet mm-hmm. like they things are kind of weird when they first come back because everything has been reset so everything's almost like a not like a retelling but like kind of like starting over where people's lives are different right, right? and so they're kind of all over the place but it always sets up something different. So, so when it comes to what Kevin Feige is doing with Phase, what are we four? Yeah, right. I, I think so. I think it's five now. I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> whatever phase we're in, I it, think it's five it, it feels, now. Whatever phase we're in, it just feels like they had gone through their House of M story or Infinity Gauntlet or I don't know Civil War story. And things now have to, they have to pick up the pieces to what happened afterwards. And it takes some time. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Marvel Comics has multiple, multiple comic books to tell that story in a month of coming back or months. The MCU only has movies to do that. So it yeah. feels, it feels like things are kind of scatterbrained and all over the place, which to me, that kind of makes it a little bit more fresh than having to constantly watch shit for the MCU because like right. the MCU is fucking daunting man it's 20 what 20 something movies now yeah and it was like how many it's, TV shows that we have to fucking watch it's like it's no like it's I thought Star Wars like remember when you dated a, a like a girl for the first time and they never watched Star Wars and you're like you've never seen Star Wars well let me show you Star Wars just three first, movies just three <laughs> movies it's just three and even then people were like I gotta watch three fucking movies yeah right and then when the prequels came out I gotta watch six the MCU with the Disney Plus shit is at like thirty something fucking things 40, that you gotta yeah. watch yeah 
and right? way like, and a lot to come out this year. Right. Like a ton so, of stuff. So there is so much stuff. And, you know, while I, I do think this phase is not as strong as stuff in the past, it's kind of also trying to let go of the past because comics does that all the fucking time. Right. Comics right. is like, okay, well, at the end of the day, like, look how they reset Spider-Man, right? Mm. Like, that was fucking amazing how they reset Spider-Man because I fucking hated Tom Holland's spy other than the way that he looked and that he was a teenager everything about Spider-Man I fucking hated because it, took, it wasn't Peter Parker it took three movies <laughs> right but it wasn't Peter Parker right no, no so and they finally kind of fixed Peter Parker where he is alone he's got no tech nobody knows who the fuck he is right he's not taking his mask hopefully he doesn't take his mask off the next fucking movie and you know 10 minutes into the movie right. so like and they even reset the suit back yep. to how it's supposed to yeah. be yeah yeah. So, I, you know, like I said, I, I, I don't think this phase is as strong, but I think, you know, I'm hoping that once things come together, <laughs> they might have to reset the phase four in the middle of it because who fucking knows what <laughs> Kang is going to look like when oh Kang Dynasty God. happens. Because oh. that guy, holy shit. So yeah. we might – so <laughs> so the Avengers, in order to beat Kang, all they need to do is just call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> Because he got he, he got me too. Right. It's over with. What a I mean, if any all that shit is true, what a fucking idiot in it. Yeah, no doubt. You have I mean the key, the keys of the kingdom right now. You're in right. two of the biggest franchises, and right. you know I I watched Creed three too. Uh, also, like last week, and I really I really liked it. I thought his character was awesome. Wait till you see Ant Man. He's really fucking menacing in it. Like he's yeah. actually when he when you first other than the ending. When you first see Kang, and he is the way that he is as like the the All Might, the the one Kang, mm-hmm. uh, the main villain, because there's multiple Kangs in it, and they tell it through different story times. When you first, when you finally see him, he is fucking menacing and scary. Like I so that, fully understand. So like, that's how they beat him at the end. Lo- they just they got a court order to search his place, or like <laughs> Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer. Him. Michelle Pfeiffer calls a fucking calls yeah. the, calls Touch, the DA's office. Touch me inappropriately, inappropriately. Let's get right. this guy. But like, uh, but but I understand why they hired him. Like what you saw in Loki is the polar opposite of what he right, is right. in Ant Man. He's he's in season two of Loki too. He's gonna be in there. Yeah, they've I already know. filmed it. I, they I already filmed it. I don't know. I, I, whatever. But anyway, I mean, so back well, to Guardians. Let's yeah. go back to Guardians because I don't want to talk too much about that yeah. shit. Um, um, the okay. other thing that kind of bugs me, and I know this sounds really weird, everybody, but they didn't kill anybody off. Yeah, what a fucking cock tease this was. I really right? thought somebody was going to get killed off. It, it was like I was praying for somebody to die. Yeah, but it just felt like all signs are pointing to somebody dying and they yeah. literally have like three or four fake deaths in this movie yeah it's rockets the first one but you can see them drax, all coming i think kind of like twice yeah right drax is twice and then even peter for some stupid reason never like he just like him in space he just doesn't die in space yeah he started bloating like i yeah. was like oh I was shit like, oh shit they're gonna kill peter i was like okay cool and then and they had, bring him back like and they had adam warlock's later. just like nope <laughs> right right oh let's talk about adam warlock what did you think of adam warlock i i think it was okay i, I didn't really like i didn't it. really get I, it there was too many cast members and him thrown in there just 
He didn't right. really have a character. Like he really didn't even show kind of any character till the very end. And so you're like, well, okay. So if they so if they do yeah. do another Guardians, because they're right. like, I I do know. I don't read the comic books, but I do know there's different incarnations of the Guardians team. Right. It's just like so, the Avengers. Yeah. So when I looked at saw the very end, the team, I was like, okay, I, all right, that kind of makes sense. So if they do make another Guardians movie. Uh, we would, I mean, I'm sure we would see his personality more, but we really didn't get much of him in it at all. He was pretty one note. I would know? really love to talk to somebody who knows Adam Warlock more than I do, because mm. to my recollection, and it's been a long time since I've read anything with Adam Warlock in it, um, or where he's featured heavily in it, because he's really, he's really not heavily featured a lot in, in the, in the things that I read anyway, but yeah, yeah. I don't remember him being like this. I don't know if that's an MCU thing or a Marvel Comics thing. Probably I can't remember MCU, I don't know. him being such a child and then because like he was a fully fleshed being when you first see him in Marvel Comics. He's not this child. Well, she did say there's a throwaway line where she says, "I know, I know, I know. you you let him out early. You know, right. you 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 hatched but, him early or whatever. But it was. Why? But like, uh, maybe because he, that." I don't know because I'm like, why did no you send this guy to, to get Rocket? Go get him yourself. I don't know why you would have that throwaway line explains how he's kind of an idiot, but why make him an idiot in the first place is my question. So that you I, have I to don't have that throwaway know. line because even the way he just goes about his shit at the beginning made no sense. I'm like, you're just gonna fly through the wall and rip through the wall and practically kill the the raccoon while you're flying i I'm don't like, understand why once you got him why don't you fly straight up and yeah just leave why are you sneaking around just like, or why aren't you sneaking around why are, why are you making what, so much noise like once just, once you got him why don't you just fly away to space yeah it just i don't know, like or i like i don't understand yeah i don't understand what his character was supposed to be the only but. thing i can think of is if you're going to bring adam warlock into this movie right like Adam Warlock is fucking powerful. Yeah. Like really big time, fucking big powerful. Time powerful. And in this, he gets hurt a lot because, again, that throwaway line, right? Mm-hmm. My thing is, why didn't you just wait to debut Adam Warlock in, like, the last five minutes of the movie, right? Or something where he is all powerful because I understand why you, 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 you lowered his power level down because mm-hmm. the Guardians would never stand a chance against a fully formed or, or, fully upgraded right. or fully you know grown Mature, Adam, yeah. yeah like like how he is in the comic books i don't yeah I, nobody well although drax is a lot stronger in the comics than he is in the movie yeah but he's not adam warlock strong no so so that was that too like I, so that i guess i guess my only gripe about the entire movie was probably adam warlock well, was he was kind of useless I, yeah I he was just in it to just to kind of other than saving quill at the end which again i don't know why you had to fake quill's death again yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't either. I, I had a feeling that he wasn't going to die. Um, I had a feeling it was going to be like the, um, like the Rambo four ending where he's like, I'm going to go home. And then sure enough, he went home. I was like, yep, that's exactly what I thought was going to happen. Right. That was the like, final cutscene. Yeah. Which was fantastic. Scene. Uh, fantastic. Like, cause that, that kind of brought tears to my eyes a little bit too. Cause I'm like, they got the same actor back. 
you know, and he was still alive. And you, got I was see, okay with that because I finished out his story. Like, yeah, I, I yeah, you saw out. pictures of them. Well, then it then it says Star Lord. Oh. Said Star Lord's going to be back. Yeah, no. which I thought that was kind of I don't know what that's going to. I was happen. like, Cause, really? Because I'd rather see the Guardians team, that team, that new team. I'd rather see that team. Yeah, me too. Um, how about Gun using Mantis? How she should have been used in Endgame that they cut the scene. Yep, that was fucking awesome. That that one that whole hallway scene was fucking phenomenal. It was one shot. It looked like too. Yeah, it looked it looked it. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure he, they edited patch shit together, but, um, it was, uh, it, that scene was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And when you Mantis, don't, there's, when it's Mantis very, actually becomes, like, does the yeah, Mantis shit. Does like, Mantis you know, we, shit. If you've listened to the show for a while, we, I, I, I do not hold back making fun of Mantis at the end of Endgame. I'm like, what the fuck is she gonna do? <laughs> and apparently there was a scene that they filmed where she's doing what she did in Guardian. Yeah, she's just sleep, sleep, sleep. That's that's kind of like what I was thinking because but like, she did you more see, than that in this one. Yeah, when you see all the women running, I, I remember seeing Mantis, and I'm like, what the fuck is she's gonna get murdered? And then <laughs> right. and then I remember I was like, oh, they should what they should have done with her is have her jump from person to person and just sleep, 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 sleep. But in this one, you're right. She didn't just do that. She turned them against each other. She like had them do all kinds of shit. Yeah, it was. Um, it was fucking awesome it was like, really cool i love so, i love mantis in this movie I oh was yeah she's great full on board mantis and her and drax's relationship just fucking cracks me up i know there's <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean they drax just doesn't give a shit <laughs> right, right, right. literally doesn't care and when she tells them like hey i've got to take off i was like oh damn you know yeah. Like yeah, her. I I kind of I kind of got teary eyed when it was Drax that got all emotional when Mantis was leaving. Yeah, big time. Um, and I love the line where he's like, "You're you're not a destroyer. You're you're actually a good dad." You know? Oh God, that was such fucking a great good line. line. Um, oh my God, that was so good. Yeah, got, I mean, there's no got me doubt, in the feels. There's no doubt that James Gunn knows how to build character, which is why I'm so excited for his Superman movie. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to what he can do with Superman because the thing that Superman lacks in the Snyder version other than plot and character development is actual emotion yeah. coming from like I would I would have loved to have seen Henry Cavill with James Gunn writing his movie oh it would have been it would have been, been awesome but it would have been we're, amazing we're not going to get that so but yeah I, I loved I absolutely loved Mantis in this I did I did like Drax the movie is just really put together well and the heart strings that it tugs at you with Rocket's backstory I was like oh my god first yeah. I thought about Toy Story and I thought yep. like oh this is Sid <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. pretty much um, um, it, was it what was his, his girlfriend's name or his friend's name was like Leela or Leela Layla, or Layla? Yeah. yeah Um, what a great I mean it did feel like a, a Toy Story because all those uh but but with real life you know creatures right but being they, toyed with and, so fucking scary looking but they look but but because but he does sweet. such a yeah but they do a such he does such a great job <laughs> writing them and showing their I mean don't let's not forget that that none of those characters exist all of that no. is CG yeah the walrus I'm with, the, with the wheels like, <laughs> I'm just sitting there like you fucker you killed the walrus wheelchair guy <laughs> yeah. He shot them all up. I was like, "What?" And then the the the, the what the spider rabbit or whatever the fuck that thing was. Right, right. I was right. like, I was so bummed out. I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" So, they, 
so just so you know, it's, 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 um, not Arrow, Jesus Christ, that's DC. It's Hawkeye's <laughs> wife, Linda Cardinelli, oh, yeah. is Lila. Oh, that's the voice? <laughs> yeah. I should have known that. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's a multiverse. She's actually, that's his wife. <laughs> it's like, that's fucked up. Right. Uh, oh, there's one part of that made me laugh so hard. It was, uh, Mantis was helping all the children out. And there was that one child that was all mongoloid. You didn't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> and she's like, like, what she's scared about something else standing behind you. Yeah, I was scared, but it was something behind you. Yeah, come, come along. And she's like, made that face. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's total gun riding for sure. I, yeah, that shit made me laugh. Yeah, there was a couple of things that I thought about this movie right away that made me think of something else. So, Toy Story was the first thing I thought about. Oh, for sure. Uh, when Jane, when uh, when Peter Quill was his face was blowing up, I thought about uh, Total Thunder. Recall. <laughs> no, I thought about Thunder from Big Trouble in Little China. Oh yeah, <laughs> at the very end when he blows up. Right, right. I was like, oh, it's, it's just a white version of Thunder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, and God. how about how about this? How about the fact that Vin Diesel got paid for something other than saying I'm fucking Groot? Yeah, I, I was shocked when he when he goes, "I love you guys," but then I'm like, "It's fucking Toretto." <laughs> the way he says it, it's not even Groot. It sounded like fucking Toretto. The only thing missing was. <laughs> I love you guys, comma, family. Family. <laughs> if I we were driving home and I said, Gun, the only mistake that you made in this entire movie was not saying fucking family. Because I would have lost my shit right. if Groot said, I love my family. I would have been fucking like, Oh, right. that's fucking genius. <laughs> and he's drinking a corona. <laughs> <laughs> he grows a lemon lemon nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Yanks him. <laughs> <laughs> squeezes it to the Corona. <laughs> he's just driving that fucking, he's driving that black car. He's just, black but he's ship. Like, but he just tore the top off of it because he can't fit into it. <laughs> oh, dude, fuck Groot at the end was fucking huge at the, the, oh, yeah. the, cut, well, the Groot, credit scene. Groot in the, yeah, Groot in the comics is that big though. Is it, was he that big? Cause like he was jacked in this movie and then, and at the end I was like, where's Groot? He's not part of the team and he's basically, he was laying down. And right, he yeah. got up, and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's um, pretty big in the comics. I love he's that they made the uh, they made Rocket the leader. Oh, and they finally called him Rocket Raccoon. Oh, yeah. Finally. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. great. I thought yeah. that was a great little... When he finally... He kept saying, I'm not a raccoon throughout the last three movies, and then he sees... He sees... You know, he's he's originated. He's, he's a raccoon. He's like... Oh fuck! <laughs> I guess I am a raccoon. I guess I am a trash panda. <laughs> oh, and he had all those little babies hanging on him and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, it's so fucking cute." Oh yeah. Uh, halfway through, I was like, "Wait, is he only going to save the raccoons?" <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, "There's other animals there." Yeah. Oh, and the other thing I thought was uh, was Noah's Ark. <laughs> <laughs> when they were all uh, running to to nowhere. Like off of off of that guy yeah. to nowhere. Yeah, like, oh, with shit. all those with all those animals, I'm like, oh shit. I was like, oh yeah, I love how that no guy was like that monkey landed on that girl and just started ripping her face up. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's just a ton of like just shit everywhere. Oh yeah, the the entire nowhere just smells like a fucking like, like zoo, a, like a like a like a 
<laughs> like a farm in summertime. It's <laughs> just stepping in shit everywhere. It smells like shroot farms. <laughs> It's that time of the show where I ask you to review our show on iTunes and Facebook. On iTunes, you can just look us up at Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. And on Facebook, once again, that is at Chew on This podcast. So please head on over and give us one of those nice five-star reviews and tell us how we changed your life and made it for the better. And now back to the show. Yeah, there's a, uh, there's a, there, it, it's got all the great gun things about this movie. I just, I guess the other thing I wasn't a big fan of was all the, you know, fake deaths. Like I was like, oh, yeah, that's where yeah. Drax dies is gonna die. He's gonna die in the middle of the movie. Like when he gets shot. I'm like, well, then what the fuck a point was to do all this shit? Right? Yeah. Like, I, like I thought maybe he was gonna die saving the kids. I thought Quill was gonna die saving Gamora. I thought Gamora and Quill I'm, I thought for some reason they might get together, but the way it ended, I was like, ah, that makes kind of makes, makes sense. Yeah, it's all about moving on. This movie is about moving on and growing and finishing out their stories, and and that kind of happens. Maybe down the road, Peter and Gamora get back together, but it, it really is about the stories that they started from the very beginning, right? A yeah, because it was. It. Uh, I don't know if you've been reading the articles lately, but she was saying, not, I mean, never say never, but she was like, I'm not putting that makeup on again. Like I'm done playing her, and I think even Karen Gillan was like, I'm done. Oh yeah, she's With Nebula. So does so does Drax. Drax I mean, is like they got I'm around done. it this time. They got around it this time by just using his face. Well, his yeah, face. yeah. Well, you know, Drax like or Batista's like I just can't keep in this shape anymore. So like he literally was wearing a shirt versus like going you know oh, yeah. without a shirt. He definitely, they definitely like put him in uniform just to not put him through makeup because yeah, you've already got, seen him. He's got a girdle on. <laughs> he has like man tits and a big gut. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, dude. Uh, You're so, supposed to be trading. <laughs> so here's here's another way that like you kind of knew that Peter wasn't going to die because he went back for the fucking iPod. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is better not, this, whatever the fuck it is. I'm like, this better <laughs> not be how he fucking dies. Like, this would be the right. dumbest fucking way that he dies. City of Angels. Yeah. <laughs> City well, of Angels death. <laughs> it's, it's close. It's a, it's a, like, cause he went back for why he went back for what he went back for. I understand it. Like, cause it's he flies, his, he flies his, his ship with his eyes closed in an asteroid field. <laughs> he just flies right into the sun. Just, yeah. He doesn't even feel the sun. He just flies right fucking into it with his arms uh. open and he doesn't even turn on autopilot. <laughs> He's not even, the alarms are off. Yeah. He just, <laughs> he's just taking a shower. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I liked, actually liked Chris Pratt's, uh, Star Lord in this one. Uh, for some reason, I don't know. They had him really, he, he just seems kind of like his, like the first Guardians of the Galaxy Star Lord. Cause like in the second one, he started evolving and then like in the, I think in the um the mashups, you know, the combinations and all that stuff, he was I didn't really like his character that much. I mean he did the dumbest thing. It could have they could have killed Thanos like right away, but he fucked that up. Right. Uh so I was kinda hating on Star Lord for a while, but I actually really liked I liked every single character in this movie. Yeah uh, this time around. Yeah. I didn't have any um, I, I definitely liked I definitely liked Peter in this movie. Um I thought I thought his character I thought the things that he went through 
and to mm-hmm. get to where he is now, where he finally goes home, you know, yeah. like he finally goes home, um, which I don't know. I, I'm kind of curious to see like what happens with Peter Quill. Like, is it going to be a fucking show? Like, cause gun is done. Like whoever takes over Peter Quill's story is going to be somebody completely different. Like he's well, done at Marvel. Yeah. He he's, yeah, he's a DC guy now. It's right. like, he's not coming back. Um, I don't know. And how did Peter get to Earth anyway? Like, did they just drop him off? Or did he fly his ship? Maybe. He doesn't have the Milano anymore. Like, what happened to his ship? Did it blow up in one of the movies? I don't remember. Didn't it get blown have a, up in Endgame? They have a completely different ship. Oh, yeah. It's way better. Uh, yeah, it's sick. <laughs> it kind of reminds um, me of the last Starfighter ship, but, like, way bigger. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure, it kind of looks like that. Um did you watch the, uh, the both, you, you saw both the end credit scenes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, the last one though was weird. It was like, wasn't it like Peter sitting at the breakfast, breakfast table, table with his grandpa and he's having cereal and he's just like complaining about the neighbor? Like, he's like, I don't like being watched when I'm mowing the lawn. It's like, I'm trying to do a guy a favor and like, honestly, his son should be mowing the lawn, but whatever. I just don't want him like watching me. And then like, that was it. Like it, the guy, the grandpa's like, "Oh, don't get me started." And then like the thing ends, and it, it kind of made me chuckle because like for a minute there, I thought Starler was going to say something like, "Well, I've saved the galaxy like three times now," right? So, <laughs> like, and I'm mowing the fucking lawn. <laughs> well, I think that's that, I think that's the simplicity. It's kind of the, implied and the brilliance of the scene where yeah, you've seen Peter do all these fucking things. I mean, again, he fought a fucking planet and won. His dad is a planet. And now his life is reduced to, I don't want to be watching on mowing the lawn. <laughs> right? Like, I think that's what was so great about that. He's just literally eating cereal and having a conversation with his grandfather. Those, those, and I, I know what he's talking about too, cause I hate when I'm doing a chore and someone's standing over me, even if they're not saying anything. Right. It fucking drives me crazy. I'm like, get away right now. Or if you're like, oh, you missed a spot over there or whatever, that kind of shit. Right. I'm just like, fuck you. You can do it yourself. Like, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't like that. Oh, also I don't like when you're in the middle, you're almost done with the chore and someone walks up and goes, hey, man, do you need some help? And you're like, yeah, like 20 minutes ago. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> People just do that just to seem helpful, yeah. you know, even though it doesn't mean shit because they like, waited to the last minute. Like, oh, I- Oh, you're going to put the dishes in the dishwasher? I was going to do that while you're in the Yeah, I was going to do that. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I was going to wash the dishes. You did? Oh, thanks, man. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. What oh, else just is wait. really good in this movie? Uh, <clears throat> I didn't mind the high evolutionary. <clears throat> I I didn't mind You didn't him. mind him? No, I didn't mind him. I, I knew, like... I just felt he was really cookie cutter, just I don't like think, everybody but, else. But here's, the thing with this story is that it's not about the villain. It was never about the villain. No. The villain was really just a plot to tell Rocket's story. Yeah. So if you take it from that context, you're okay with it. Or at least I'm okay with it. Like, I, I, I knew going in that, that whatever they decided to do with the villain or whoever the villain was, he was never going to be the main story. And the, and the trailers kind of prove that because, yeah, he's in the trailers, but it's not about the, the high evolutionary. It's about mm-hmm. Rocket and it's about the Guardians. That's all the movie was about. So if you take it from that like perspective and watch it again or think about the movie again, it it doesn't really matter. But like I said, I didn't I didn't have a problem like you did with how they defeated the villain. I was okay with it. And also, holy shit did Rocket fuck his face up. 
Why why did Gamora tear his face off? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that was kind of because he had that little flap. Yeah. And I I kept thinking, I kept looking at that flap and I'm like, oh man, it's like a zit. If I see someone with a zit, I just want to pop it. I'm like, oh, that flap. I would totally pull that rem- flap down. It reminded and then me, it reminded me of it like down. a band aid that was just hanging off. Like you went into the pool <laughs> and the band aid's half she hanging off. It just rips it off. And I'm like, yeah. wow, that's really, that's fucking, that's metal, dude. But I, <laughs> but that's, that's the difference between this Gamora and you know, the Guardian's Gamora. Right, this, right. This Gamora is still very fucking soft. violent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was completely okay with, again, God damn it, that <laughs> fucking hallway scene is so good. What is it with it's, fucking comic books, Marvel, and hallway scenes? Like, I, I, I don't know. I, because I can't, it's rare that I get surprised anymore by shit. Right, right, right. And I'm watching that scene, and I remember how excited I was when I watched Age of Ultron, even though they were fighting fucking robots again. Right. I like the scene where they all came together and then you see them all fighting in the background. Right. Right. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. But this, I swear to God, like outdoes that by, by times 10. And it's, it's Mantis so who fucking great. steals it. Mantis is the one that yeah. steals that fight because I've so never weird. seen that before. I've never yeah. seen that. I've seen Peter, you know, fire his two blasters. I've seen Drax be Drax. I've even seen Gamora go ape shit, you know? And obviously Groot and all that stuff. Like Groot had that great fucking scene in the first Guardians where he sh- like sticks Shoots like through ten five guys, people. like five yeah. guys, like a kebab, like a and just, skewer. Right, and that was fucking <laughs> yeah. awesome. So I've seen all that stuff, but I've never seen Mantis do that before, and it was fucking phenomenal. What she yeah, did to was... that team was so fucking awesome. And I'm like, why didn't you show me this in Endgame? Because yeah. that would have been awesome. That would have been really, really cool. Because, like, just seeing her run with all those other badasses, I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do? What right. are you going to do? Because nobody can really touch her. If she, if you touch her bare skin or she can touch you, you're done. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I loved how the the do- the the, cos- the Cosmo, the Russian dog, right. that was great, uh, the Cosmo suit. And, that like, was a good yeah, ongoing t- joke. That was good what a great, yeah, what a great the bad dog. Yeah, the yeah, payoff was, was payoff. fantastic. Um, um, I even like the fact that they brought the the monster from the first or from the second Guardians. The beginning oh of the second yeah, Guardians. yeah, and three she of them here. she tames them. Right, they're her pets, <laughs> which I thought was which is like Drax is like I need to protect you, and then the, she walks away with these three fucking gigantic monsters. And, and you're like, like she's gonna I be fine. Don't think she needs any fucking protecting whatsoever. <laughs> she's no. good. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, you're right. I think the movie is all about moving on and growing up, maturing out, and and just kind of like, you know, because it's funny the rocket you see in the beginning where he's just like stealing shit and doing stupid shit, escaping prison, all that stuff. And now you see him now he's a leader, an actual leader. Well, it also uh, explains like why he is as cold as he is because he could yeah. not have gone through more fucking heartbreak. And yeah. Gunn does an amazing thing like a Jaws technique where you don't see what happens to Rocket. You just see no. the reactions from the other characters. Yep. And the hologram is the hologram is just out of out of focus or out of frame. So you don't see what's going on, but you can see the horror on everybody's face. Like what's what is happening to Rocket as he's being just like it doesn't sound like it doesn't. It didn't seem like they put him under. They just fucking yeah. did it while he was awake, which is so yeah. fucked up. It was messed up. Yeah. So you know, I, I'm I'm probably not going to do it this weekend. Maybe maybe next weekend. 
that I'm going to watch the first Guardians again and yeah. the second one because now you have this entire history Complete. Yeah. of what happened to Rocket and why he is the way that... Because in the second movie, he's kind of a dick. Yeah, they kind of save his character at the end, but he doesn't really change too much. And how he acts throughout even the the second movie, the first movie, and in Endgame and Infinity War, all of that shit is, it makes total sense, and it makes total sense why he's so protective of Groot. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like, it makes so much sense why he's so protective of Groot. Oh, God, it broke your heart at the end of the first Guardians when he died, and he's just, like, holding that stick. Right, but and he's like he's just crying now. Now, cries, now the context of that is right. huge. When he lets out that scream, when mm-hmm. Lila is killed, I'm. Just, it was fucking. It, it reminded me of um, what's his face from Goblet of Fire, his father, um, oh, Cedric Diggory's yeah, father. Yeah, when she's like, "My son, right, my boy, my boy, my he's, boy, my but boy." Just that's his, even worse. It's his scream. Yeah, that gets me. And when he does it. Oh my god! It's, yeah, it breaks your heart. Well, the first his first words is "I hurt," you know, oh, when he finally right. was able to speak. And I yeah, was like, "Oh yeah. shit!" Yeah, uh, man. I mean, I'm going <clears> to <throat> miss James Gunn in the MCU, but I'm so excited for him to fucking fix the DCU. I hope so, man. I mean, he's got for the next ten years they have planned out. I don't I'm care. Just like, I don't care what kind of obscure shit. I I loved a talking tree. Like, a lot of people, like, when they Mm. first announced what the DCU was going to look like, there was a lot of things that people were like, okay, that's kind of weird that he wants to do that. I'm like, nope. No, I was on board because he, as soon as he said, like, he was showing the animated shows and that the voice of those characters would be in live action as well, I was like, perfect, genius, great. Right. And, And how the characters will go in and out of shows or or movies or you know right. they're in animated form or in a live action form fine give it to me i don't care right like, what, I, he, what he said what he actually said also was that and i'm going to paraphrase it was like it's all about the story it's not yeah. about anything else and i was like good because that has not happened for overall no. i mean i mean no. he literally has one of the best movies in the dceu mm-hmm. one movie and he has the best show in the D- he has two of the best things that the dceu has put out since they started trying to battle Marvel. Yeah, nobody's really nobody really talked about that Suicide Squad. I I fuck oh my god, that movie's so that so movie's good. fantastic. That yeah, movie's it's so good. So and good. so is obviously Peacemaker. Peacemaker is amazing. So, you know, like I I, I think this was a I think this was a good good close to great ending for the stories for, and to hand it off to other people. Because yeah. obviously it you know, obviously Peter Quill's gonna come back but if they don't bring back that Guardians team, I'm going to be pissed because I want to see what's going on with, you know, Ro- how Rocket has to deal with Adam Warlock, right? right. Like, I think yeah. that's going to be fantastic. Oh, God, yeah. Because he's, he's be essentially has a child in Groot. He has a, essentially <laughs> yeah. a child in Groot, and then he's who's fucking powerful as shit. Yeah. And now you got this other guy, this kid. <laughs> Who is also powerful and will Super become powerful. more powerful, right? He'll become yeah. more powerful. And you got to deal with this his shit. <laughs> I mean, Adam Warlock is fucking insanely powerful in Marvel Comics. And he yeah. hasn't reached that potential here. So and you got I'm the dog. Curious. And the dog. <laughs> and the then dog that is girl. fucking powerful, too. Who's the girl? She oh, was, that, one, she of was the, one of the... She, yeah. Who couldn't speak English, and now she can speak English. What was her power again at the end? I don't no. know. 
Her eyes glowed or something, right? Yeah, something. Oh, so some that like... was that reminded me of Children of the Damned with those the the kids with the white hair and the glowy eyes. <laughs> children of the Corn? <laughs> no, no, not Children. Oh, children, children of the, of the Damned. Damned. Maybe it could have been either one. I don't care. One of those. It doesn't one matter. One of those eighties horror movies where there's eyes glow. Christopher Reeve is in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, that's right. Whichever one it is, it's either Corn or the Damned. It's one of those, but the, yeah. the kids have blonde hair and their eyes glow, and it's fucking freaky as shit. So yeah. when I saw all those kids, I was like, oh, where's Christopher Reeves? <laughs> where's the glowy eyes? Yeah, where's the glowy eyes? Kill all those kids now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember what her power is, but I know she has powers. She has something, because they're not going to bring a fucking kid. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> right? It's like, it's like Deadpool just putting Bob in there, whatever it was, whoever <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was Bob, right? It was, it was I can't Bob. remember. Something. Whatever. Like yeah, whatever. But <laughs> she gets killed the second they it's fight. Her first mission. It's her first mission. She just gets rips the treads. She trips and falls and cracks her head. Dies. Or, or Adam Warlock tries to throw a boulder at that all those monsters and she's in the way and she he accidentally trips and drops the boulder on her. He's all here, let me help you, just throws her right. at them. He's like, Oh wait, she's not invulnerable? Oh fuck. She just got eaten. While she's like in the air screaming, he's like her superpower is flight, right? Right? Is that what you told me? It's oh, wait, fl- super strength, right? It's not flight. It's it's intelligence? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's intelligence. Well, is she smart enough to figure out how to land? Oh, fuck. Right. Her superpower is intelligence, and she goes crashing to the ground and dies. Right. <laughs> Her superpower is like, is Mystique's superpower. She gets just change form, but she can't yeah. fly. She can't fly. Throw her out of a plane, and she's fucked. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. All right. Let's go, uh, through, so all right. Let's go through the diversity ratings. What do, you, what do you – I think this is – let me see. I'm gonna have to. Maybe, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a. So, I'm gonna cheat. I, I would say a soft plethora, no, or 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 a, or a high end Jan Brady. I would say it's a pretty even keel. I'd say. It's, I, I would actually say it's it's kind of a Jan Brady. I would say like right on okay. par with Jan Brady. Jan um, Brady. Yeah, yeah. I mean midway. the 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 main character in this movie is who? I don't remember his name. Oh oh the the main character oh. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a good question. Because you would say you could say Rocket, but I don't think he's he's unconscious through three quarters of it. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, my favorite thing in this movie is definitely Mantis, and she's clearly not white. But yeah, but so like that's, <laughs> oh, that's why I right. say it's that's kind right. of like a plethora. Yeah, and you know, uh, the high evolutionary is black, so th- there is a good mix here. Um, gender, yeah, there's a good there's good a good mixture mix. of people. Um, so I, I would say, I would say Jan Brady for me. Um, same. I'll, I'll do lightsabers. I'm going to, I'm going to look at this movie as, I'll, you know, I'm going to do the first ever. I'm going to do it as an individual and as a whole because it ends the series or okay. ends the guardians as we know it. I'm going to give, right. I'm going to give this right now three and a half lightsabers. Okay. For but, a standalone movie? For a standalone movie, but, and, and that's probably going to change when I watch it again. So it's it's a tentative three and a half. I I still haven't figured out why I don't love this movie because everything in this movie I should love. I just don't, and I don't know why. You're, it's the same guy that did like <laughs> finding Dorings. He didn't cry, <laughs> right? That that might be it. It might be that James has set a bar so fucking high where I'm like, no, 
I need to laugh my ass off and cry my eyes out. Otherwise, this is a shitty movie. <laughs> like, that's how high of a bar that James yeah, Gunn has set. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to say three and a half, but I am, I am kind of, I do want to give it a four. So, but, but as far as the series go, four and a half all the way through, there were things in the second movie I wasn't a big fan of, but as far as a, a comic book trilogy, it's a solid four, four and a half. Yeah, I so where we're gonna differ is so the the full trilogy four and a half for sure for me. Um, The second one is is the weaker of the of the three, but it's still which is surprising because this got the this got the lowest score. It shouldn't have. It shouldn't have. This should be like though. It should be like a high eighty, I think. For me, it's not by much um, though. Volume three is at eighty eighty one. Yeah, that's uh, two is eighty five. Seems really low to me. But that's a two, high. Two eight, makes here, sense. There's two a high sense. 85 because there was 426 reviews for the second movie. Yeah. So no, it just came we, out. We'll see. See what happens. So for I think this one 285. I think fatigue is definitely happening here. It's for sure. It's a and, sol- then, and it's a solid movie. We're watching. We're watching the trailer for the Marvels, and I had like half the audience I was with. They were groaning. They're like, "Oh." I thought it was awesome. I, thought, I really um, I, want to see that movie. I thought I, Iman. I, I think that's her name, right? Yeah, I liked. I liked the. Uh, I liked the the TV show. I I really liked the Disney Plus show a lot. I don't know. I I I don't. I, I'm indifferent because I watched the trailer. I'm like, oh, this. You know, they got all the Marvels. This could be pretty great. For but me, Kamala Khan steals that entire trailer. There's, uh maybe. I mean, the the trailer didn't really. It didn't make me want to go watch the movie. I was just like, I was like kind of indifferent again i was like oh who knows the trailer doesn't tell me if the movie's going to be great or if it's going to be shit it's no, just but it's what very I loved basic about it, what i loved about it is is you're gonna see it through a fangirl's eyes i think mm. if they're, they're not smart if they don't do it that way like for her to be just learning her abilities and looking up like imagine imagine growing up your favorite player was joe montana and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden at 14 you get to play on the same team as Joe Montana. Like that's exactly that's ex- that's essentially what's happening here. And like right, I, lo- right. I loved her reaction for the um what the fuck is the cat called? What was that animal called? A flurk or I, flurk, I, I don't flurk, remember. Yeah, Merkin, Merkin, Merkin that's like it. That. I was even close. Yeah. <laughs> a flurk. What the fuck? A flurgan. Right. <laughs> right. But like her her reaction to that and then her in space and then all of a sudden seeing Nick Fury. I yeah. just I don't know. I just love how I I love Miss Marvel's I, character. I think it could be good. I think it could be good because I really like the show. I liked her in the show a lot and I think adding all those characters together could be a good mix but again i think just the 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 i keep bringing up fatigue of it all but just kind of watching the trailer i'm like oh like okay like i'm, I'm gonna go see that you know um right. what other trailers did i get i got elemental which looks interesting and uh fast 10 doesn't look good at all <laughs> it looks so stupid no. and then uh yeah i can't remember what else but did you watch the Candyman movie the, no, the I, did one. I did not. I did not. The person who directed that movie, uh, Nia Nia DaCosta, she's ah. directing the Marvels. Oh wow! So if people start slashing each other and fuck, fucking blood everywhere. If she, <laughs> like, if she can if she can strategically place a bloody hook in the movie, that would be fantastic. 
Like I just someone says Candyman three times, you're like, oh Jesus, <laughs> right? <It's, laughs> that's that's the entire movie is just. It's fighting like Captain Candyman. Marvel. It's like Captain Marvel three times. Yeah, Candyman's in the movie. Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, <laughs> Monica, Monica Rambo, and and Miss Marvel all have to fight. I'll have to fight Candyman. <laughs> I'd watch that in a heartbeat. I'm like, I am there. I'm looking forward to the dad in this movie too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that Marvels. about. It. I loved the dad. In, yeah, for in, sure. In Miss Marvel, for sure. Anyway, right. so uh, four four stars for me for the last movie and four four chainsaws and six years, uh, man. Six years. I know. I know. I do it all the time. Sometimes I say lightsabers. I catch myself. Right. Uh, so four, yeah, four chainsaws, uh, for the movie and four and a half for the, for the trilogy. So uh, not that far off. No, it's a very, very strong. I, I really enjoyed the movie. I don't know, you know, in the future when I'm watching it multiple times, I have no idea, but I think watching the other two, like watching all three as a whole, I think we're going to find we're really going to enjoy it because I think compared you're right. To all though, the others, I, I think you're right about, about, the finding dory thing with me is that like there's no reason for me not to love this movie it just wasn't perfect and that's just a shitty bar to say right right that's how good james Gunn is that's just because we've gotten older you know our Mm -hmm. bars are really high did you see that oppenheimer trailer? god yeah okay so i saw that trailer and i'm like why i want to watch this fucking movie right now and it's a historical movie. It's not yeah, it's, some sci-fi there's shit. Two it's, reasons. There's two I already reasons. know. I already know how it's going to end. I'm yeah, just like, <laughs> I know he, they succeed. I know, and they fucking use it on Japan. It, they, yeah, they fall, yeah. I know the. I know the ending. I know the sequel. <laughs> I know the sequel to Oppenheimer. Right, <clears throat> but like the it. Two reasons why I, I want to see this movie: a, Christopher Nolan, yep. first and foremost, and 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 b, it's because it's not a comic book movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like those are the two, th- and it's a, it's a it's it's an original story or kind of original. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's a historical drama. Which, Not to this depth, I guess. No, like- and and you know, and you fucking know. I mean, we've seen so many nuclear blasts or big explosions in movies. Yeah, right? yeah, Talk about yeah. comic book movies, but I have a feeling this one nuclear explosion is going to be fucking phenomenal. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> He's all about practical effects. He's like, he's like, yeah, we, you know, we destroyed a whole fucking town, but it, you know, it was you, you're going to find shot. out that Christopher Nolan bought like a fucking island on the on the Philippines <laughs> just to up. fucking blow it up. I would, dude, I would be fucking just floored. I would, I'd be like, I would Aw. not, I would not be shocked. I'm like, yeah, this is the same guy who 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 hung a plane upside down, like thousands yeah. of feet in the air, just to yeah. get a real shot. He did that shit. Yeah, I'm like, okay, like if, Batman if, when, flew. when Oppenheimer comes out and they're say, and they say, you know, Christopher Nolan bought like 10,000 acres in Nevada just to blow up a nuclear warhead. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if he could, he would have fucking filmed interstellar in space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He totally, he totally would. Right. Like he definitely, oh he, definitely, he definitely would have been like, wait, how much does it cost in space? <laughs> and how, but how realistic is it going to look if I did it CG? Yeah, yeah. Right. For sure. So I can't wait to see that movie. It like, I'm pretty gorgeous. sure the pre-production for Interstellar was like, can we find this place that exists? Can we find, <laughs> can we find this multi-dimension? I, 
I'm watching this trailer. And I see Cillian Murphy, and I'm like, is he going to say the Batman? <laughs> like, is he going to say that he's, line? Well, he fully has an accent in this. I think yeah, he's like, he, he plays a German it looks, person. Yeah, you see Einstein in it, which was kind of cool. Um, oh yeah, I'm all in for that movie. It it. I'm just like, give the guy the Oscar, like right now. This looks fucking phenomenal. I hope it's a little bit better than the last movie. Like, Tenet was okay. It wasn't well, Tenet great. Was it was an original idea? You know, which, no, it was it was okay. But still, which, like, I still wanted to watch it because it, it was took fucking. Me two viewings to be like, okay, I under- completely understand what's happening now. I think but, I've watched it twice and I still kind of don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but, it took me to watch a YouTube video to be like, oh, the movie is the same as the title. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, well, it's a palindrome. Right. It's a, it's tenant backwards. So, but. Yeah, so uh forwards and backwards. But uh anyway, yeah. It, uh, that movie was interesting. It's not great, but it's some of the scenes in it are just jaw dropping, you know. I'm like, what the hell? Oh yeah, 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 definitely. But uh but anyway, I I'm all for Chris Nolan doing historical shit. <laughs> like do a George Washington movie. <laughs> like, I don't fucking care. Right. Like, it'll be amazing. Right. <clears throat> all right. Could you imagine if he did like this was, this this would, this would never fucking happen. But could you imagine Christopher Nolan's take on Harriet Tubman? Oh my god. <laughs> How fucking insane that trailer would look. Yeah, all it she would, be would amazing. all she would be doing is just running through the woods and I'd be like this is the greatest thing I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> it's just the way <laughs> well, his just... the way he films things is fucking phenomenal. Oh, uh, I tell everybody to go see Dunkirk. And they're like what is that? I'm like, well, it's this very small like historical thing that happened. He's like, but when you oh, watch it's definitely this not movie, small. It's not you, small. Well, but it's small enough to where it they don't talk about it. They don't and I'm saying they don't talk about it in in history books. I'm but pretty sure if Dunkirk wasn't a success, England would have fell to the Nazis. Probably. But like when people watch the movie, like when I watched the movie, I had to go research the shit out of Dunkirk after that. Right. Because I was like, I was fascinated by that whole thing. But the way he shot it in all those different uh, perspectives and they all merge into what I was just floored. The, fl- the filmmaking is fucking crazy in that movie. Right. Like I was just like, what has what is going on? Because like, right. this is crazy. But then at yeah. the end, at the end, you're like, oh shit! It all like merged. This right. is fucking nuts. I know anyway. the sequel to that movie too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oppenheimer is a sequel to Dunkirk. <laughs> Uh, that's funny as shit. But but go watch Michael Bay's uh, Pearl Harbor in between. Oh God, <laughs> fuck that! <laughs> if you want to know the difference between good filmmaking and bad filmmaking, go watch those two World War Two movies. <laughs> go watch 1917. Jesus. Oh, oh God, what a what fucking a movie that, movie that was. All right. Now All right, we're like, we got we're, we're, now, shit about we're talking about Guardians, right? <laughs> we're on yeah. World War II now. Yeah. How about Christopher Nolan do a Guardians movie? <laughs> like, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's bring it back around. <laughs> well, I don't think it would be as funny. It would be too serious. It'd be so fucking serious. Yeah. <laughs> it ends with rockets spinning a top on a table. <laughs> Was rocket rockets? <laughs> rockets circuitry goes haywire and he blows up. Right. But then, but then there's a spinning top, so you don't really know if he's dead or not. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. All right. All right. That's enough of things that aren't guardians. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that was episode 378 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. 
Till next time, folks, chew on that. Later.